This is the Marty Ray Project Chats, and I'm Marty Ray, one of the hosts of this podcast. You might know me from a beard video, a prank call, or a rap song turned acoustic cover. You're a real projector, maybe one of my three original albums as well. Regardless of how you know me now, my whole career actually started with a podcast years ago, before everybody had one and back when podcasts got no respect at all. Times have changed a little, and this is me coming back to my roots in a way. And this time, I'm bringing some friends along with me, like my co-host Jim Best, Country Music Hall of Fame steel guitar player and producer. He's a good one. Played on a bunch of legendary country music songs that you probably know, probably heard them. If you don't know either of us, thanks for tuning in anyway. I bet you'll love it. Welcome to the project. Download, subscribe, and rate, whether you love it or not. Sound supplied by Roadcaster Pro. Thank you so much, Road. We love you. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Let's chat. He's one of the men that taught us all where angels come from with the song God Bless Texas. He's got deep roots in legendary music being from the Seals and Croft family, so he knows how to get closer to you, if you know what I mean. And to top it off, he made us all think about what might have been. One of my favorite songs for sure. It's Brady Seals, formerly from the country band Little Texas and Hot Apple Pie. Now just a solo man with a few new things up his sleeve, I'm sure. Welcome to the show, Brady Seals. Well, man, it's so good to uh, be a part of the show. You have eight albums that you've released in total, right? Well, I think something like that. If you add up the Little Texas records and Hot Apple Pie and my solo records. So, yeah, I would I would think all of them combined. Yeah, something like that. How many, uh, how many charted songs do you have in total? Oh, Lord. I can't even remember. <laughs> I can't even remember. There, there's, there's been so many, you know. I, um, I, I was, I was basically uh, just a musician whenever I joined Little Texas. You know, I, I, uh, I, I was always a wannabe songwriter because of my uncle Troy. You know, I, I, I grew up closest to Troy in my family, and the last time I checked, he had over forty uh, some number one songs and hall, you know, songwriter hall of famer. But I grew up wanting to be a songwriter. Um, but, you know, I, I learned keyboard and, and guitar and all that kind of stuff, you know. And so when I, whenever I, I joined the band, you know, I just, I just tried my best to start writing songs, you know. And, and, uh, and the next thing you know, I was, you know, the co-writer for songs like God Bless Texas and My Love and What Might Have Been and Kick a Little and Amy's Back in Austin and, so it's just been a, an incredible ride. But I, I, to, to answer your question, I don't remember exactly how many songs that I've charted, but there's been a bunch. Do you remember how many number ones you have? I've had three number ones. Okay. What were they? Uh, God Bless Texas, What Might Have Been, and My Love. Yeah. Those are definitely the three that I know from Little Texas, so I can see why they were number one. Those are legendary songs in my book. We start every show with a, a fast five just to break the ice. It's a fast five questions, and we get uh, we try to get fast five answers, but we'll see if that okay. actually happens. It sometimes it does, sometimes it don't. So okay. the uh, the first question for you is: Who's your favorite old time country singer? Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard. Jim, did you play the Merle Haggard? Well, when we went to uh, Chili Coffee, uh, Paycheck was in prison. We couldn't get him out. 
So Hank Cochran and I, we and I took my group, the Nashville Cats, and we went in, and we cut enough stuff to uh, make about three albums, filmed it all, and I didn't know that Hank had invited Hank uh, had invited Merle. Uh, we rode up on the bus, and I was inside and set my stuff up, come back out to the bus, and there sat Merle on the bus with uh, Hank, and then he was in the, uh, all of that that we did there. So it was a my first time to actually work with him, you know. And, of course, you know, I did all the Paychecks records, so. Yeah. Uh, and I realized then how much he really loved Paycheck, and he did. Yes, he and did. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff Paycheck was singing, and, and he'd be singing harmony, and then and, uh, Hag would sing, and, and Paycheck would do harmony to him, you know. We had a wonderful time. You can see parts and pieces of it now on, on uh, YouTube, a little little things that we had done in prison there with him. Yeah, you're sitting right up there playing the steel with them, ain't you? Yeah, I played steel on, on all the Paychecks bigger records, and mm-hmm. uh, um, really, really enjoyed uh, our friendship right up till he died. Yeah, he's got some legendary songs, Brady. Um, I should have told you beforehand that Jim Vest is a steel guitar player. He played on all Johnny Paycheck stuff and a a bunch of other. Uh, you played. You played with George Jones. Yeah, I did a couple like albums that. with Jones. I did all of Vern Gosden's biggest stuff, and like Charlie Rich's last album, and Lori Morgan. What part of No Don't You Understand? And even some things like Bobby Benton. I did a couple of things albums with him. And uh, well, I'm I'm very familiar with your work, Jim. Um, I, I've 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 been a scholar of old school. Uh, country. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys know. Do you guys know Josh Logan? He's from he's from Cartersville, Kentucky, and he played around Kentucky for years and years. Um, but uh, he, you know, kind of kind of sounds like Mel Street, you know. Um, oh. But that's that, that that's where I got my start. You know, I I actually left uh, Cincinnati when I was sixteen and went out on the road with Josh. And um, with that band, we played every honky tonk. That, that there was back then and 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 so I, I i just really really learned to appreciate um you know the real country and and i and i i sure wish that there was a whole lot more these days of it well you said a mouthful right there partner and and it's good to hear i i uh you know naturally being such a part of it i, I loved it and uh, i started years ago with Pee Wee king and the golden west cowboys in 62 wow. and uh, worked the Opry for the first time in 62 and uh, uh, been around some of the, you mentioned Mel Street. Mel, uh, when I had the group, the Nashville Cats, we were in Printer's Alley for about eight or nine years and Mel Street used to come in and sit in with us. Matter of fact, I looked up one night and Paul McCartney come to see me and I, I was about halfway ashamed that I had never paid much attention to their music. You know, but we had one of the best visits, and uh, he wow. he went up the street to hear Boot Randolph uh, do a set, and then he come back, caught my last set again, and was just uh, such a wonderful man. You know, just a wonderful guy to talk to. Wow, man! Yeah, I just I just miss those days, you know, because I I kind of got my start like back in the uh, late eighties. Um, you know, when when uh, you know Keith Whitley was still you know, rock and rolling. And it's just like, man, oh man, I just, <laughs> you know, I just, I just miss those days. I really do. Brady. I saw y'all at, uh, bad Bob's in Pine Bluff back in the day. 
Wow. Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Let me tell you something about Pine Bluff. Um, one of, one of the craziest stories that, that we've got actually, um, happened at Pine Bluff. We, we rolled into town and, you know, cool little, cool little, um, you know, like old school honky tonk kind of place there. Oh, yeah. A lot of, lot of, lot of drinkers. <laughs> and, um, but we stayed in this hotel, man. And, and the hotel, they said, like two weeks before we got there, there had been somebody in one of the rooms <laughs> that had been axe murdered, man. Oh. And we just, we come in there and we we were like, oh my Lord, you know, how <laughs> should we be staying at this place? You know, O'Brien, oh, our, our, our acoustic player, swears that it was his room. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Well, oh, no, I gotta, man. I gotta confess, um, I didn't really see y'all back at Bad Bob's. I do, I, I met, uh, I was on a panel recently with uh, a man named Cliff Doyle. Oh gosh, and, yes, Cliff. And, and I contacted him before this interview, and I said, Cliff, what can I ask Brady about that would shock him? <laughs> and he said, Ask him about playing Bad Bob's in Pine Bluff. And I said, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> so that's where well, that there came you from. Go. Uh, and, that's uh, right. That's right, man. Well, and th- and that was also the first time that we tried out our brand new wireless microphone. You know, Tim got up there, and you know, he was he's trying to take that microphone and work the stage a little bit or whatever. You know, and the stage actually connected over to the bar area. You know, and he he stepped from the stage over to the bar and literally walked down the bar uh, singing. You know. Well, after we got done, man, the, the the owner of the place come up to us and said, "Listen, man, I don't I don't know what kind of voodoo that you guys have got going on, but listen, I don't I don't think that you guys are really singing." And he said, "Well, what do you mean?" You know, Tim said, "You know, what do you mean?" He says, "He said, well, I saw you walking down the bar there, and he says you didn't even have a wire on that." <laughs> microphone you know and so we had to explain to him listen man this is new de- new new technology right here you know so he he said man well listen don't do that again you're scaring off all my drunk you ain't got no wire <laughs> don't sing yeah, you, yeah, he didn't like yeah that. you don't sing without wires in this place this ain't pinocchio. <laughs> this is this is pinocchio land over here buddy that's right <laughs> jim that's you were right. talking about arkansas like where i was uh raised yeah that's why that's why we do it in arkansas you don't have a wire, don't That's come right, to Arkansas. You know, <laughs> did you ever play behind chicken wire? Man, well, no, I've, I've never played behind chicken wire, but I think the Mavericks Club in Richmond, Kentucky, was about as close as you could get. You know, it, it had the – I mean, there were there were several people shot, you know, during the weeks that I played there, and, and I, I can't count how many fights that, that broke out, but that, that place was – rough and rowdy man you know it was it was crazy well i got news for you there were several people shot after you played there too i, I can imagine <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah that was a rough place brother now when you when you left uh little texas was it amicable or was there some tension there you can be honest was there any tension well, that caused you to leave or, or was it just you ready to do your own thing well, I tell you what happened. I'll, I'll try to make I'll, I'll try to make this as quick as I possibly can. Um, I, I'm I've, I've got it all written down in a book that I'm going to be releasing pretty soon called "God Bless Texas and Me Too," and um, it, and it kind of tells the full story. But basically, we had been touring nonstop, and 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 I mean like 
like really, really heavy duty touring. Uh, the year before I left the band, we were out on the road 322 days that year. Um, and we made a record. So it, it was grueling to say the least. And, um, I, you know, I was the one in the band. I was the youngest. Um, I hadn't met my significant other just yet. You know, I wasn't married or in a, in a serious relationship. So whenever we would come off the road, I would get to work, you know, so I was literally working nonstop. And after six years of being in the band, and then I played two years with Josh Logan. So, so eight years, like full tilt touring, I burn out, man. I, I reach critical mass and I just, I just literally, I, I, I had reached a point to where I, um, I, I was just burnt out, um, you know, we were living the lifestyle of rock and rollers and stuff. And, and it was, it was really hard on me and my body and my mind. And, and, um, and, and, and I needed time off and we were getting ready to do a tour with Tim McGraw. We were doing a, a co-headlining tour where we would co uh, we would headline one day and then he would headline the next. And, and we were promised that we were going to get two months off. Um, but, before we started this big tour and I was so relieved and, but then at the last minute they said, Nope, we're going to do a fair tour before that. And I was like, Oh my gosh, no, no. You know, I, I just, and I freaked out and, and, and I told him, I said, guys, I got to have some time off and they didn't want to give me time off. And they stayed mad at me for about a couple of weeks or so. And then uh, it was backstage at the Opry. I remember standing there, we were doing a meet and greet and I, the walls started closing in, man. And, and I, th I thought maybe I had the flu or something cause I felt real dizzy and nauseated and stuff. And, and I went home early that night and that started a two, two months, uh, just anxiety ridden panic attack time for me. And, um, I couldn't explain it. I had never been through anything like that before. And when I did try to explain it to the guys, they didn't understand. They thought that I wanted to go out and, you know, play a, you know, play, play solo and, and all that kind of stuff. And I had, that was the furthest thing from my mind. Um, I knew how special Little Texas was. And, uh, it wasn't until way after that until I got my solo, um, chance with Warner Brothers um but but anyway that that that's what it was man and 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 it, it just got worse and worse and and I finally just said man I, I need some time they didn't want to give me time and and that was the that was the crux of the problem now are y'all still friends today absolutely yes we've uh we've all you know come back to one another and said hey if if, if I'd have been able to do it differently I would have um, you know, we've all said that to one another. Um, so it's been, it's been good. I mean, four of the guys are still out there doing their thing. Um, we've talked about doing a reunion, uh, kind of thing, but it seems like every time that I'm ready to go, Tim can't, can't do it because he's got a project happening or vice versa. Um, or, or then, or then both of us will be ready. And then little Texas is like, well, listen, man, we just signed up for a tour that's going to take, you know, so it's just it's just been a timing thing for us, um, and not not being able to make it happen so far. 
I see. You know, I didn't finish the fast five. I only asked one question. <laughs> so <laughs> let me let me run through these real quick, Jim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, who'd play you in a movie about you? Oh my gosh! Uh, Lord help. Uh, Don't be modest. Well, gosh. We just had Buddy Hyde in here. And he said you was pretty, so just be sure to make it make it somebody pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, man, that's that's a, that's a good dude right there, man. We love him. Um, He's my neighbor. I, I don't know, like like maybe, um, gosh, you know, I I really don't know who who. How about the, the Rock? We'll just say the Rock. Yeah, the Rock. Yeah, that yeah that'd be good. He. Yeah, our our physical uh, stature is pretty pretty similar. <laughs> Y'all are very close. Uh, no, um, I, I would think like maybe that guy who played uh, uh, Deadpool, you know, because he's because he's kind of oh Ryan Reynolds. Dude. Okay, okay. Ryan Reynolds. I think I think that that would be close. I like it. Okay. Um, your favorite hobby? Hiking. Favorite snack food? Chips and salsa. Chips and salsa. Okay, what kind of chips? Um, just, 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 just anything that's that's uh, like restaurant style chips. Nice. You know, just um, tortilla chips. Yeah, yeah, something that'll hold the sauce. Something that'll hold it. You got it. That's right. <laughs> you dip it way down in there. Hey, uh, pineapple on pizza or no? No. You don't like Jim? You like pineapple on pizza? I do. I love it, man. Yeah, I love pineapple and ham pizza. Yeah. Okay, we we made it through those fast five. That was probably the longest fast five that we've done, just because <laughs> we uh we I literally forgot all about them after we started talking about big right, five. Right, yeah. But uh, anyway, um, so what is happening in your world right now? I know you just mentioned you had a book. So how is that? Is that complete already, or is that? Still in the is this still in the works and there's a release date or is there not? There is not a release date. Um, my portion is done. Um, it's turned over to the editor now, um, and we're making just final little tweaks here and there. Um, I would think probably by this summer, you know, and uh, and and it's and it basically starts right at the height of Little Texas's career in 1991, and it goes through. Uh, all kinds of stuff that I that I had mentioned before, with you know leaving Little Texas and then uh, forming Hot Apple Pie, uh, you know my my solo records that I made with Rodney Crow, uh, and then it and then it, and then it goes through you know it goes through some personal stuff that um, that I've dealt with. I, I about two years ago I went through a divorce that was really 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 hard for me um it, it wasn't something that i wanted um and then it happened anyway and it was just really hard for me you know and talked about the recovery of that you know and and uh, you know i'm a christian and and i uh you know and i and i wanted to kind of paint the light of uh god being with me through the good bad and the ugly uh in my life um and him blessing me the way that he has. And, um, you know, so, 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 so it's kind of a, uh, you know, inspirational slash, you know, um, memoir kind of book. So, uh, is there going to be a book tour, a book trailer? What, what, what's the marketing plan for this? Yeah, probably so. Probably so. Yeah. You know, um, 
I'm working with an agent right now, and I'm I'm getting ready to get out on the road and do what's called the Roots Run Deep Tour, where I go out and and play um, all of of course all of my hits and um, a lot of my family hits, like you know a couple songs by Troy, you know like Seven Spanish Angels and um, Who's Gonna Fill Their Shoes. Um, and then I play a couple of Dan Seal songs. I really love to see you tonight and nights are forever. And then a couple of seals and Crofts tunes like summer breeze and diamond girl and get closer. Um, so it'll, it'll, it'll be fun. And I think that that'll be a really good transition into the God bless Texas and me Too tour. Um, I'll probably get into, um, you know, some, some bookstores and, and try to do some, uh, you know, acoustic performances and, you know, sign some books and, and, and do that sort of thing. So when you say Troy, you mean Tro- his, his last name Seals, right? Troy Seals? Yes. Mm-hmm. Troy Seals. Was he not involved with Seals and Croft? No, that, that's Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy Seals. Um, and then, uh, Jimmy's brother is Dan. Okay. Dan, you know Seals but, and Croft? Uh, do you, is Joe a member of the family too? Joe Seals? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know, possibly. I remember back when I was working the alley that he and another guy worked uh, two clubs up and it was sort of, they did, uh, sort of comedy stuff. And it was, you know what? I think that I, I think that I do remember that, that, that's the case. Um, yeah. Lived Um, in Hendersonville. That's where I live. I I think, I think you're right. You know, and, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you remember Jim, um, but, but, Chuck Seals, um, who wrote um, uh, Crazy Arms, mm-hmm. uh, he's he's also he's also a distant cousin as well, and uh, so so yeah, there's 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 a bunch of us. So you I had a little studio out here too, didn't somebody? Uh, Seals? Yeah, I th- was that Dan? Well, I think I think that that was Dan. Yeah, I think it was too, partner. Yeah. So mm-hmm. are you saying that? Uh, did you say that Troy wrote "Who's Gonna Fill Their Shoes" and Seven Spanish Angels"? He did, man. He wrote songs like um, that's that's incredible. Uh, drinking, yeah, drinking and dreaming. Uh, when we make love, by Alabama rock and roll heart for Clapton. Um, uh, you know, ten feet away for Whitley. Uh, I mean, the the list goes on and on, man. It's just crazy how many great songs he's written. My whole life until now, I thought that Willie Nelson wrote Seven Spanish Angels. Wow. Yep. No, it was it was uh, it was Troy and um, Eddie Setzer. Did he? Did who? The, who? Who cut that? Other than Ray Charles and Willie Nelson, was there who else cut? Well, it? I'm sure. I'm sure that there's been a lot of covers, probably um, yeah. of that. Yeah, I know. I know. Recently, uh, Chris Stapleton and um, Allison Krauss did a, a remake of it. You know, it's just it's just been one of those songs that's just been you know. It just won't go away. <laughs> was, was he an artist, Troy? He was an artist, not just yes, a writer? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He was an incredible artist. Um, he was actually the second artist signed to Atlantic back in the day. You mentioned Willie. Willie was the first artist that Atlantic signed, and then and then there was Troy. And uh, Troy was really, really, really good friends with Conway back in the day. And, uh, and you know, Conway knew what kind of writer Troy was and, and basically heard uh, the song, there's a honky tonk angel that'll take me back in on Troy's record and, and begged Troy 
man, please let me have that song. You know, if, if, if you'll let me have that song, it's my first song. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll let you, you know, keep on writing for me and so on and so forth and promise to cut a bunch of your songs. And, and sure enough, that's what he did. And he, and he handed over the song to Conway and, you know, of course it was Conway's first number one. And, and, and it just really kicked off Troy's career of not having to tour as an artist and stay in town and write for other people. That's kind of what you did, Jim. You were- yeah, I I used to do a lot of uh, demo sessions for that uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm Billy Sherrill. Well, not not just Billy Sherrill. I wrote for Billy Sherrill, and uh, that was wonderful. I'd write something one week, the next week some somebody cut it, Johnny Paycheck or Tammy Wynette or whatever. But uh, I was trying to think of the guy that actually run his publishing company for Conway. I remember we cut nine demos one day, and out of that nine, Conway made number one records out of five of them. I think wow. he has the most number ones out of any country artist of all time. Maybe. I don't doubt that. He was a good friend and, and lived, you know, just a little ways from me here in Hendersonville. And his well, son you know, is and a good friend. That's, yeah, and that's where Troy lives too, Jim. He he lives right there on the lake. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I mean, for me, I was the closest to Troy growing up. And then after I got a little bit older, I realized, you know, about Dan and Jimmy and their connection to me. And, 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 um, yeah, so it, it, it's just been, it's just been amazing, you know, to be a part of such a wonderful legacy. I'm just so proud. Uh, let me ask you about something. There's a, the second biggest hall of fame to the one here in Nashville is over in Sevierville, Tennessee. It's mm-hmm. called NACMA, and all the Grand Ole Opry's in it. My old writing partner was Hank Cochran, and we we wrote together off and on for 40 years. He died in my old house. I sold him my big old house that I had so I could build me a log house, and Hank never spent wow. over three or four years in the house, but he spent 31 years in that house, and I asked him, I said, what are you doing still in this house? He said, well, I still feel you in it, you know, and he, <laughs> we were awful close, but... Uh, this Hall of Fame over there is a nice Hall of Fame, and I'm, I'm talking to Vince about it. But you are—are are you in four or five Hall of Fames now? You know what? I don't—I don't know if I'm in any Hall of Fame just yet. Um, but boy, I'd—I'd I'd love to be. I—I I hope that uh, somebody sees my worth somewhere down the line. You know, I—I I, I mean, shoot, I'd be extremely flattered. To be in a Hall of Fame. Well, I'm I'm sort of on a board over there, and I I have personally brought in Ronnie McDowell. I brought in Michael Twitty, and then we did his dad posthumously and uh, Conway. I brought in um, Lori Morgan, and uh, wow. let's see. And I'm thinking that you need to be in that Hall of Fame. And wow. Well. <laughs> wow. Wow, I would love that. Well, I just thought about it, you know, and uh, hearing the things that you've been involved with. I know the band. I never did really know that you was a part of it because I never went to see. I've never been to a concert in my life, although I've played, you know, how many thousands have I played, but I never have liked a crowd, you know, except in front of me. So uh, I never went to many, but uh, uh, the songs you're talking about, you you, yeah. You either sing them or a part of them or whatever. Absolutely. Yep. Well, you, he he actually 
had a hand in writing them too, right? That's am what I, I'm saying. Am I right, Brady? Well, see, the, the my 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 biggest songs were the were the little Texas songs, right? For sure, you know, yes. and then you know, of course, with the Hot Apple Pie band, you know, I I did a lot of that as well. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, I I won ASCAP's Triple Play Award, which was three uh, number one songs in a row uh, back in '94, I think '94 or '95. And then you know, the, I mean, the other ones, the other ones were probably top five, you know. So uh, like Kick a Little and Amy's Back in Austin and all those. So yeah, man, I, I just I, I would love that. That would be in extremely cool for me well i think that you're very worthy and uh it'll be my pleasure to uh i'll give the lady that, that runs the whole thing a call uh this yeah. afternoon and then uh, uh i'll try to give you a call tomorrow and let you know what uh, what's going down but i'll get you there buddy uh, and i'll try to get you there this year i love it i love it that's wonderful no. i can't i can't wait it'll be great well it'll be fun for you and i'm I may be one of the one to present you when when you go in. Would love it. Would love it. Would be honored. I am uh, changing the name of this show to the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Wow! I just like goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm just this is awesome. You know? Wow! <laughs> I had no clue that he was going to do that. I don't even think he knew who you were until wow. uh, until we talked. We talked. So yeah. Wow! Know, I, wow! I'm just so. I'm just. I'm I'm going to go out tonight and celebrate. That's good. That's really cool. <laughs> I, I bet you. I bet you wish you would have came to the studio this time. I know, right? Could <laughs> <laughs> have been in person. Anyway, Brady, Absolutely. we we thank you for coming. We end every show, every episode, with a uh, an unbelievable fact. You ready for mm-hmm. it? Okay. In 2014, a missing woman on a vacation in Iceland was found when it was discovered that she was in the search party looking for herself. <laughs> You're kidding me. No, sir. <laughs> You're no, sir. kidding me. That's 100% true. Can you believe that, wow. Jim? <laughs> Gee whiz. I guess, <laughs> I, I guess she thought it was a different Karen. I don't know. Uh, they were looking was for her. Last, was her last name Seal? <laughs> <laughs> what was your ex-wife's name? <laughs> no, I'm just yeah, joking. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, awesome. we appreciate the heck out of you tuning in, and welcome to the Hall of Fame. Wow, that's a that's a wow. crazy moment there. I'm glad that happened. So for you. amazing, guys! Thank you so so much. Have a wonderful day because I know I'm going to. God bless you, and God bless Texas. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye bye now. See bye bye. Ah, thank y'all so much for listening to the Marty Ray Project Chats. And a big thank you to Rode for supplying the sound with Rodecaster Pro. Whether you like what you heard or hated what you heard, subscribe and rate us anyway. Let us have it. Brady Shields, thanks so much for being on the show. What a great show. Short one. Very digestible. Welcome to the Hall of Fame, Brady Shields. I'm going to hold Jim to that. God bless all of you. And God bless Texas.